Chapter 2. Somewhere in Africa. November 28. The dusty heat was almost unbearable. In a seedy hotel where air conditioning was just a vague memory of better times, Jean Legaric sat in a wicker armchair, waiting patiently for his appointment. He wore a white shirt, tie, and linen jacket. The suit concealed his weapon, though he deliberately flashed the butt of the gun in order to calm any aggressions harbored by the customers in the lounge. It was a pompous term for a bar where getting a cold beer was a feat in and of itself. But Legaric knew his contact and knew he'd be on time. The Frenchman looked at his watch, ten minutes until the meeting. He settled farther back into his seat. Though impulsive in his youth, in Africa Jean had learned patience. He glanced at the bartender who lowered his head. The man knew who was coming for Legaric and didn't care to get the least bit entangled with him. Facing the bar's regulars behind a pair of Ray-Bans, Legaric kept his eyes half-closed. Not one movement escaped him. He wasn't safe from locals on the lookout for easy money. Two barbs made tempting prey in this indigent section of the city. You had to be careful. He heard a four-by-four engine in the distance. Standing, he grabbed his travel bag and left the room. The still-new German four-by-four stopped in front of the bar, followed by an old truck. Five guards in the truck bed jumped to the ground, brandishing their Kalashnikovs. They stepped toward the Frenchman, but Legaric didn't flinch, staring at the all-terrain vehicle's tinted window. The door opened, and a man slowly got out. Dark suit, hair in a brush cut, and rigid posture, former military. With a slight wave of his hand, he sent his escort away and advanced. Dobre dien, comrade captain. Dobre dien, comrade colonel. The Russian ex-colonel extended a firm handshake. It's not every day I have the chance to speak my mother tongue. How has your stay been? Legaric had been in the city for four days. His appointment, initially scheduled for Wednesday, had ultimately been postponed until Saturday. That was part of the game. One must test one's future partner in order to discover his motivation to do business. The country's political situation was tense. Legaric had preferred not to venture out into the streets of the capital. He didn't want to risk an unpleasant encounter just for a change of pace. The time for senseless risks was over. Good, Igor Balatov. Only one regret. The beer was warm. The Russian burst out laughing. I understand your disappointment, Jean Legaric. This hotel is far from the city's best, but it has the distinction of being more discreet than the palaces downtown. You know we're in an election season. Everybody distrusts his neighbor. He ordered his escort back into the truck. Let's go. I have a bottle of vodka chilling. They climbed into the car. The cool interior made the Frenchman shiver as he relaxed into his seat. Balatov signaled his driver to pull away then opened the built-in mini-refrigerator in front of him. He took out two chilled glasses and a bottle. I appreciate this meeting, Captain Legaric. Even though my new position is more lucrative, I miss the company of my peers. With pleasure, Colonel. He paused, which the Russian interpreted immediately. Everything is in order for your meeting with General Murgade. 
He has studied your file with interest. It's up to you to convince him, but I don't doubt your ability to do so, comrade. Balatov filled the two glasses and raised a toast. The two men had left the army long ago, but they continued to call each other by their rank. Still, their relationship had never been impaired by the fact that the Russian was a colonel while the Frenchman was only a captain. They appreciated each other, and the business did the rest. Legarek knew that as long as he remained honest with Balatov, he could count on his support. He also knew that a dirty trick could mean his death in the next few minutes. There were rules to follow. Balatov, after spending twenty years in the Red Army, had roamed quite a bit before becoming General Morgade's military adviser. He ensured his protection and maintained the substantial paramilitary troops that kept Morgade from fearing shifts in power. An accomplished diplomat, the general was in many ways.